Welcome to the oh, hey there. podcast. We are back. Another edition of the pod. I am back off of, uh, had some family stuff to take care of, but you know what it is. We're back. Uh, a full swing on the offseason. Super Bowl is over. It is going to be, we are literally in the limbo phase of the NFL season. It's over. We're waiting for free agency. We're waiting for draft rumors. We're waiting for Trey Lance to be ready for February 22nd, according to everyone else in the world. Leo, what's going on, buddy? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad Super Bowl week's over. It was kind of that awkward stage because it, it felt like the 49ers should have been playing, but they weren't playing. Uh, Cisco knows more than I do, as that's my way to intro here. Our guest here is Francisco. You've probably seen all the TikToks. The 49ers commented letting him go to the game, <laughs> even though wifey kind of didn't want to spend the money. Uh, my wifey relates to that probably every single game, even if it's a preseason cost. Uh, so you could catch him out on TikTok at Cisco Kid underscore Kina with two N's, as well as on Instagram, Angels Zane. How how you feeling, Cisco? Doing good, man. It's Tuesday's football season is over. That's the sad part about it. You know, it was the first weekend without football, but I'm doing good. I think I'm over the hurt feelings. You know, I think I I I'm able, I was able to shake it off. I'm, I'm pretty good now. Yeah, I think that was everyone's feeling, right? The season was over. It's finally done. It was a it was a roller coaster season, right? And um, I think for me, it was just like a, I was like, okay, I can exhale now. I was like, all right, it's over. Good run. They got it done. But you got to go to the NFC Championship game. Like, you were there. I was there. I was right there in the flesh. How was that experience? It was really good for me just because it was here in Los Angeles. I'm from Los Angeles, for those that don't know. So it, I, it was a local thing for me, 20 minutes away from the stadium. You know, going there, I, you know, it's just – it's it's that, you know, playoff football where you just feel the energy off of everybody. Um, everybody's on good spirits. You know, we did the whole tailgating. Um, so I got there really early that day and, and <laughs> just going inside the stadium, man, it's a whole different animal when it comes down to, to the playoffs. So I, I had a good time. It was a good experience. Obviously we, we didn't win. So that's kind of what hurts the most because you're in a stadium and you're in a stadium, obviously it's a Ram stadium and, and, and you have to kind of walk with that, you know, walk of shame, you know, you're just hoping you win and everybody's just pointing at you, laughing at you. Oh man, it just hurts a little more. I feel it. And you said you could feel the energy off of everybody. Uh, at what point were you able to feel that, tied basically go the Rams way because the 49ers had that 10 point lead there going into the fourth quarter and then all of a sudden the Rams have three straight scoring possessions that essentially won them the game where was it that you just felt it like crap we're in trouble here and I'm not sure that I'm going to leave this stadium in a good mood I think I want to say might have been in the third quarter um, yeah, it would have to have been in the third quarter, going into the third quarter. So check this out. So it's, it's, it's halftime and a buddy of mine goes up and he's like, Hey, Nate Diaz is up here. You should come up. So Nate Diaz was actually at the Rams, you know, game too, right at this game. So at that point, you're still in good spirits. You know, we, right. this is swinging pretty good. So I, I remember being happy at that point. So I go up, we take a picture with Nate Diaz, you know, he's from, you know, San Jose and stuff. I come back down and then did that third quarter, you just kind of feel like in the midst of the third quarter, the momentum just kind of swifting, shifting. I mean, where you just, you just start seeing, you know, Matthew Stafford clicking with mm -hmm. Cooper Cup and, and it's going and they're moving the chains and, then we get the ball and we're not doing anything with it. And there was moments where you still, you had like an interception, really didn't do much with it or whatnot. But on that third quarter, you just start feeling like it just seems like it always happens when you have that 10 point lead and you just can't mm -hmm. feel comfortable. And I think that's one of the things with, with our team that it's just, you're, you're, you're just never comfortable, even with a 10 point lead, right? You just mm -hmm. always feel like we're going to, you know, lose this, you know, this momentum here. And, oh, man, when, the one that really hurt my heart was the drop pick, where I, I you, still, you still have hope, right? You're still watching yeah. the game. You have hope, like, ah, we're still in it, you know? But that drop mm -hmm. pick just kind of, like, sunk my soul, like, ah, because you just knew 
that would have kind of shifted you, the momentum yeah. back our way. So it just sucks. But honestly, that whole that whole game, at, at, there was not no point that you didn't feel like we weren't in it, right? Like we were still mm -hmm. in it towards the end, you know, when obviously Jimmy throws that pick, um, trying to beat Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus, yeah. man. Oh, um, he said it, though, Leo. He said it. You, you can't – you. I'm not going to bag on Jimmy Garoppolo, but his entire tenure as a Niner, yeah. I was never comfortable with any size of a lead because I always felt he would throw a dumb interception late or I felt like he would make a mistake or the team would go three and out and not you know, execute a, a finishing drive, right? We saw that in mm -hmm. 2019 against Seattle. Like You could put, you could have put them away in Seattle like four times and he didn't do it. Um, the Super Bowl happened. You know, you got the stuff in – um, even against the Vikings in the playoffs. I know we ultimately won these games, but my point is, I think for most fans, you kind of always felt like, damn, why can't we just put somebody away? We have a good enough team, and this guy just is constantly going to make some type of mistake or he's just not going to execute something or somebody's going to drop a pass or just something stupid always happens uh, in that. So I, I feel that, Cisco. Like, it's it's something else, man. It, 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 see, that's the thing, and, and that's really where where you start thinking, like, man, we like you say, we have the team. We have a really good yeah. team, you know, um, overall, but you just never you, – you like you say, we don't have that quarterback that you felt comfortable putting the hand – you know, the ball in his hands to just close it off, you know? Yeah. He did good things. We're not going to say – you know, he obviously got us places. Obviously, it wasn't him, Jimmy G. He didn't get us there. I think mm -hmm. the only game that I could kind of remember where it was like, man, that was probably his best game was when we played the Saints in the playoffs. Like a year ago, that one, he balled out. But that was it. Like, those are little games that you just kind of remember. And I think that's what we need. We need a quarterback that you just – no, okay, it's cool. We'll we'll be all right. Like you know, you have your Aaron Rodgers. You have your even Matthew Stafford started playing well um, in the playoffs, right? Like you just know, like it's cool. Give him the ball, and then he'll do his thing. With Jimmy, it just feels like not even about the mobility. It's just you. you he's always gonna throw a pick at some point. You you know it's coming. Yeah. Um, he's that game in the NFC Championship, there was a few balls that it was just like, Jesus, bro, if you would have just hit Kittle right there, that's a touchdown. I think it yeah, was the first that quarter, first drive. You know? Yeah, that first yeah. drive, I think it was. The first play, I think it was, uh, and, actually. Yes, Leo, the first play. Yes, yes. So it's just like, geez, the little things like that, right, that you're just thinking, See, or every time he's rolling now, you're like, oh, man, here yeah. he goes. <laughs> See, I'll relate it to baseball to where – um, he's a five inning starter. You, you give him out there for five innings, you know, he'll put in the work, but then if you want him to just, you know, go in football, all four quarters, but for baseball, have him go in the seventh in the eighth, even in the ninth, you know, it's going to get a little tricky. He's probably gonna put man on base, probably going to give up a home run here or there. All of a sudden your lead goes from four, one to four, four. That's what he would be like in terms of a baseball starting pitcher. Um, but let's talk a little bit about your your TikTok and and how you were able to grow that platform. Um, did you ever think that you would get to that platform where it is now? No, no, hundred percent. I would be lying to you if I told how you that, start? that I did. So actually, uh, my nephew downloaded the application on my phone. He was over uh, my house and he downloaded the application. This was twenty. This was right when COVID started. Yeah, it was it was around COVID time. It was twenty. What was that? 2019? Twenty nineteen. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. For us. For us. Something like that. So he mm -hmm. was over and he downloaded the app, and I never deleted the app. I just kind of kept it there. Never used it or anything like that. And then one day I just kind of grabbed it and we did like a little prank, you know, uh, me and my wife. Um, we did like this little prank thing where um, I did a prank you know towards her and i uploaded the video just not thinking anything of it and it blew up the video started you know getting into the thirty thousand views forty thousand views fifty thousand views and we started just getting followers off of that one video and obviously i started thinking to myself like oh this video is kind of going viral to like in here in this platform mm -hmm. it was still fairly new you know there was still talks with like oh we're gonna ban tiktok it was around that time right where right. Oh, yeah. um this time Trump was saying he was going to yeah, ban yeah. it or something like that. So that point, I'm like, wow, you know, there's something here, you know, there's something here. 
and we just kind of continue doing, you know, little videos and then we caught our niche, you know, at first it was like little pranks, um, mm -hmm. little voiceovers that, that you see on the, on the TikTok app. But then at one point we, we really kind of got good at it and we caught our niche as to what works for us and the videos that work for us and, and that people were enjoying and, and the followers just, you know, continue to grow and continue to grow. And I honestly, within the span of a year, we were um, at over a million followers. So it's just uh, something that we, I think we, we hit, you know, you know, something good. And we, we kind of struck lining in that bottle. That's awesome because <clears throat> Javier and I are also content creators here on a different spectrum with the 49ers doing podcasts and yeah. Javi knows, you know, uh, as well as sometimes you just start a plan and then the plan grows. Um, and we're only about what, two, three years into this uh, content creating and going from, just a guy on Twitter to now being credentialed for the senior bowl hobby, maybe going to the NFL combine here within the next month or so. So just, you know, starting from it, you never imagine where it can go. And then when you see it just go rapidly, you're like, wow, this is awesome. And what made you start wanting to upload 49er videos? Obviously you have love for the team. <clears throat> you you've traveled to the games where you went to the Dallas uh, Texas for this past playoff game in the in the wild card round. I was there, and I didn't even know he was there. Yeah, you guys were both there. But so, <laughs> yeah. technically, I don't know if it's travel for you, Javi, since you're it's, in it's, the state it's of three, Texas. It's three hours from the crib, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's just what made you want to start? Okay, let me start doing this 49er videos because those obviously took off. Yeah, uh, what was your yeah. reaction when the 49ers commented themselves? So to to, to kind of like answer the first question is you as you guys as content creators we have the same mind right so all three of us here we're always thinking of what's the next you know move what's the next you know uh topic or whatnot because we're we're looking at longevity when you guys started in twitter and you guys started your podcast and now you're mentioning right leo that you know now you, the credentials come in and, and now you guys are you know getting bigger was kind of similar to to us we're thinking longevity how can we we upload a video we this became basically a career to us right where we upload a video once a day monday through friday on some good weeks even saturday and sunday so we have a whole schedule now at this point but the struggle is how take this platform and 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 have longevity in it right mm -hmm. well how can we expand how can i mean we i can be doing the same thing over and over so when the football season um started i in in during the regular games that i didn't i don't think i did anything about the niners or anything like that but as the playoffs were coming well the week 18 was with the Rams. The Niners were playing the Rams here in, in SoFi in Los Angeles, where I'm from. So that's always been a thought. I've like maybe for like the past five years since the night since the Rams moved to LA, five, six years, I've always gone to the 49ers game here in, in Los Angeles when they played with, you know, when they played at the Coliseum. At that mm -hmm. point, it was Colin Kaepernick. I remember seeing him play in the Coliseum right, that, that was. Wow. Uh, that they won was, that game. We, they were 2 and 14 he, that year. He, he won us that he game. He won that game. He won that game and it bounced us off from the second pick, I think. No, it was the, the first third. pick. It was Miles Garrett. So Miles Garrett, yes, it was. Listen, that pick. if we would have lost, we <laughs> Francisco, I, I, I love Colin Kaepernick. But I will never forgive him for winning that game. And call me uh, whatever you want as a fan. But a one in fifteen versus two and fourteen means I get Miles Garrett instead of Solomon Thomas at three. Like, oh, bro, fans get mad. Fans get mad at you for saying this type of stuff. But yeah, you know the no, decisions you make the previous year affect your draft placement, right? Well, what's the point of winning that game against him? It made no sense, right? But you won the I game. Cool, it. fine. I think, I, and I think they went for it on two. It was like they went for two. Yeah, was, they went for it on two. And they and he ends up, I think, doing a rollout and gets the two, and we win the game. And, and so, oh my God! And exactly right, Javier. Just that little moment where you're you're thinking like we, you know, it was cool to win on. the game, but when you in retrospect, you're like, damn, we could have had Miles Garrett. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Instead of Solomon, right? You know, because regardless, they were gonna go line, and that's the same year that you, you had Mahomes come out and. Deshaun yep. Watson and uh, Kyle did. I, he even said he I ain't do no scouting on these quarterbacks because 
obviously it's known. I think he was set for getting Kirk Cousins or whatnot. That's yeah. before Jimmy. So anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, I knew I was probably more than likely going to go to this game. So then it was like, how do I make something fun out of this, right? So mm-hmm. it, I, I actually, my family actually had COVID that the the two weekends beforehand. So we were isolating and so on. So that's why in that first video, I'm like, hey, we're negative, meaning we were negative from COVID. Let's go to the game or whatnot. And so I just thought it would be a fun idea. Like, what if we, you know, let's just, you know, shoot our shot. You know, I, I didn't think they were or whatnot. So then just put put the video out. We did the video and it was cool, man. We had we had the Cardinals. They commented first, you know, let them go. Um, and there's the <laughs> Cardinals. We had the mascot from the 49ers and obviously our own, you know, our own fathers were like, oh, let them go, let them go. They started tagging them. And then they, that same day, they didn't comment. So then we did like a follow-up video because of Cardinals comment. And then we did a video once the Niners comment. So that right there was a cool experience because I think it really, as for, for, for us and my family, um, it really connected us with a lot of 49er fans. So when we went to these games, to the tailgates, and we were in there, they recognized us from, you know, the, the video that we did. And then at that point, it was just like, oh, man, this was cool. Let's do it again. Now let's mm-hmm. go. You know, we win. Now let's go to Dallas um, or whatnot. I've always wanted to go, you know, to to Arlington to look at that stadium in reality, right? So I mean, that'll be pretty good. My, my birthday was coming up. So I'm like, that'll be, you know, a nice little birthday um, trip for myself or whatnot. So we took ourselves to Dallas. And then for Green Bay, I knew I wasn't going to go. I was like, nah, it's too cold. Too cold? Over there. <laughs> So then it's like, how do I incorporate this idea of me being in Green Bay? So then I did a whole drop back and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, supposedly me at Green Bay. So it just took off, man. It just took off. And, and that kind of that gave us content for, you know, the month of January and going into into February or whatnot. Question. So if they were to play the NFC championship game in Tampa, would you have gone? You know what? We I had the conversation with my wife. And and it was like I think I'm gonna go, but it's probably just gonna be me. Yeah, that's ooh. you know. It was just like I don't think I I don't think we could travel all three oh, of us. Oh god, that that oh, would have that would have been a whole video of her yelling at you. Yeah, what oh, you trying yeah. to do? Who are you trying to see out there? Why are you trying to go by yourself? <laughs> so uh, me and Leo we're married to Hispanic women, right? So we get yep. we get an earful, right? I go to Senior Bowl. Who's out there? Who are you going with? Why are you getting Leo? Me and Leo went to the Senior Bowl last year. Leo couldn't get a haircut before he went. She was like, uh, no, who are you getting a haircut no, my, for? So, you know, I get it. straight, straight so, out of Nayari, and she was not playing games. Yeah, you She's, know what? That is a great idea, man. I might have to take that idea about the Do haircut. it. You're welcome. <laughs> do it. Um, no, I, I, was, you, I was legit no lineup out there. Like, oh, he was no looking lineup, rough, No bro. fade. And it was tough. It was tough. <laughs> and, you know, we were credentialed, so I couldn't go in, go in there with a, you know, baseball cap or nothing. Like, I was just... I just had to eat it. I had to take my L. Yeah, so, yeah. You know what? Um, so with the TikTok stuff, right? Your wife's always in the videos. It was so she's supportive through all this, right? Like, is she is she right. that mean? Is she really that mean? Nah, nah, okay. dude. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, dude, she she's really not. She's a sweetheart, man. She she I I think she puts up with me a lot, you know. Cause I could tell. It's just a... like you're always talking you're talking mess <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, sometimes some of the videos do come from you know situations that happen. So mm-hmm. it was just like, hey, let's just, you know, now that she's calmed down and she got over it, hey, let's do that video. Remember how we got in a fight, you know, <laughs> yeah. over me going, let's do that video. Yeah, let's recreate that. But no, she's actually not. I mean, that's the that's the cool thing that I think that, you know, she has like a really cool personality and we're able to just joke around and make these videos, you know, and it, it kind of now we're kind of benefiting of, you know, our, you know, what they say, the fruits of our labor. You right. know, because she's able to stay home and take care of the baby. You know, it's our first child. He's one. He's he's a little older now, but um, we're able to just kind of. Well, she's able to just kind of stick around at home, and we'll do the videos and so on. And so it's it's been life changing on that aspect as well. You know, um, being able to monetize our, you know, platform. That's what's up. The the first one that I, that I realized I figured out who you were was the one back in August where you were in the car with your wife and talking about. You know, we're gonna pregame at the tailgate. We're not buying no beers at the stadium, et cetera, et cetera. And I felt that one. I'm like, yeah, I'm not trying to spend 
twelve dollars on a Bud Light at Levi Stadium in a. This is a man. Dude, yeah. yo, I spent forty dollars on tacos the last time I was there. Like yeah. that's insane these prices. But I I, I felt crazy. that. But it's like, I think part of the video in there is like you pregame right. But by the time you get to the stadium, you're ready. You're so litty yeah, that you're, you're gonna spend anyway. So it doesn't even go. matter. And you know what the cool thing about LA? I I I'd never seen it because I've been to to Levi Stadium as well. You come down here to a game, you you have vendors out here selling beer. Like vendors, you know, they're selling a hot dog and you go buy yourself a beer or a michelada, dude, outside. And it's cheaper than inside. So and it's that's, pretty interesting. And that's the only downside of Levi's because if you go to any other stadium. So I'm from Philadelphia, right, originally. So yeah. you, go, you, you leave Philly, there's vendors outside, mm-hmm. hot dogs, pretzels, beer. We were in Chicago, same thing. You leave the stadium, beer, um, a hot dog, a cheeseburger, whatever you want before and after the game. Like Levi's yeah. needs to figure out something yeah, bro it, like that's just it was hard that's what i like about levi's though when you go out there to tailgate i believe it's empire's row yeah that's the word they just have coolers of beer as well as food cooking and you could just like leave a donation or something like that like they're not just giving you a a heavy charge of like you know twenty dollars for a plate no they'll just feed you yeah. just they ask for some type of donation since they're actually yeah. you know spent that, money yeah. on food spending time to cook it and all that and uh that's that's where i like to go to empire's row like it's crazy uh 49ers to me it's i'll be biased it's one of the best tailgates i could just walk the parking lot and if i don't have a beer in my hand it's legit has happened someone would hand oh, yeah. me a beer and be like yeah. all right here you go yeah yeah and, i haven't really seen that from any other stadium and you know the thing is that they the niners travel man like the, the niners here obviously I, we do have a big fan base of the 49ers down here in la we really 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 do and so a lot of I, I so I got a lot of like pushback like how are you from LA you know mm-hmm. and you're a Niner fan and da, da 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 but you know we didn't have a team you know I grew up and me growing up there was no football team here when I started watching football so it's like we I have friends that are Packer fans right I'm a Niner fan you know I have friends that are Raiders fans or whatnot some Charger fans uh, Cowboy fans there's a bunch of Cowboy fans down here Chargers have fans. Well, a few, they, they're in there. They're in the lingering. <laughs> they're in the lingering, dude. You know, especially now that they're over here on this side. But they they used to play at the Chargers used to play at um at a soccer stadium, and they couldn't even fill that stadium. It would be the whole opposite team. But yeah, it was there's bad. a few, there's a few teams. So yeah, so you the the Niners fans travel and and man, the tailgates here in LA. Oh my goodness, dude. One time, I, one of the games, it must have been for. Yeah, the NFC Championship game. I went in there and I was toasted. Cause I, we, you get there, and you're, you start walking around like you say. Pilo was there. I don't know if you guys know Pilo. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, you know, up. He's a big 49er fan. He's in the tailgate, you know, drinking it up. Everybody's having a good time. So it's fun, man. DJs, oh man, it was so much yeah. fun. <laughs> they go out there with the DJs too. That's crazy. Since you've yeah. been saying you're in LA, um. Are the Rams public enemy number one for the 49ers right now? It was the Seahawks. Before the Seahawks, it was the Packers, the Giants, the Cowboys. But it's been, you know, since what, two, since they had the Sherman, Russell Wilson area, it's been the Seahawks. Is it yeah, now the Rams? Yeah. Are they now public enemy number one? For the Niners? You know, I think competition wise and 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 that's like the team to beat obviously we i, I think obviously anybody would say it, it's we're in the hardest division in, in the nfc you were stacked you know what i mean like we're stacked russell wilson he's gonna be russell wilson right and and the rams now i mean they basically bought a team i i like to say you know which they they went all in and i guess you know you you buy the team you you get your ring or whatnot Cardinals are good, but that's gonna be, I think, the Niners and 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 the Rams. That's gonna be the next, you know, rivalry for for a bit till that whole shit falls apart. Because I do think at some point, this is it's gonna, you know, you you need you're gonna need your picks, you know. Yeah. Um, there's only so many players that you're gonna be able to keep. Um, some of them might retire. Um, Whitward, I think, might retire or not. I, I think Aaron Donald's coming back. I think McVay's coming back. But it's not going to be – I don't think it's going to be sustainable for too long. I mean, they probably got a couple of years. And not, they also – I think Matthew Stafford is on a contract year this year, I think, coming up. Mm-hmm. So you you got to extend him. So maybe you'll get some wiggle room and you'll be able to keep a few players. 
But I don't see it sustainable. I mean, I'm hoping not because I live in LA, so I got to <laughs> deal with all the fans here. <laughs> uh, I live in Texas, so I got to deal with the Cowboys fans. They're a little bit worse, but I, I agree with you. The model, the model is we can say it's successful because they got a title out of it, right? Like we can say it's successful because they got four yeah. out of five playoffs, four out of five years in the playoffs. So they did what they needed to do to get to where they needed to get. And the Niners, they may not have bought their their team for the ring or their playoffs yeah. or whatever. But they're building through the draft, and they have a really solid team because of that draft process. So there's there's two ways to build a team. The Rams showed you, hey, look, we can go all in this way. We can get it done. The Niners have been in two NFC Championship games in three years with their model. So yeah. either way is sustainable. Now, with Jimmy Garoppolo, right, he's out the door likely. You know, I saw some stuff here on your social media stuff. You know, I think everyone's ready for, them, for him to move on. Um, so, you know, for a TikTok idea, create a landing spot for Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason, and what would the 49ers get in return for him? Man, I saw something that the Washington uh, Commanders could justify a one. I don't think we will get that one from from, yeah, from Washington. No. I, I don't think so. I think it'll probably be – I think the teams are going to get a little thirsty, and it'll probably be a, a, a two, a three. I, I really do think they'll, they'll, they'll pull a two for sure. Um because the QB needy teams and the QBs that are going to be available, I think Aaron Rodgers, he might stay put, right? Russell Wilson might stay put. I think if if if, if Aaron Rodgers does leave, it seems like it'll be the Broncos. Uh, but then who's el- who else is out there, right? There's really, I mean, Darnold maybe if you can a trade. Um, you got Wentz maybe. I don't think the Colts want him back, but – you have the Colts that might be in. You have the Panthers. You have Washington. You have Tampa. The Steelers, I think the Niners are going to try to do their best to do good by Jimmy and send them to the right situation. Maybe he'll even get the pick with where, where to go. Um, I think it might be, dude, I think it might be the, the Steelers. Um, seemed like the spot that, you know, I was looking into, like, all the spots and where he might land. The Steelers or, or Washington? Because Washington seems like they're going to get a little desperate if they can land a, a big star player with Ron Rivera going into, like, I think he's in his third year. So it might be it might, it might, it might be um, Washington. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I, – because I haven't, I haven't been able to talk about it in a while, but it's hard for – it's hard for teams to go into the, these seasons after losing, right? Washington's lost and Steelers have kind of – maintain this level of playoffs so like a team a guy like Mike Tomlin a guy like Ron Rivera they want to win right and can Jimmy be competent enough to get you eight nine ten wins the answer is yes as long as he's healthy right because as long as you have a running right. game and a defense around him Washington we know their defense kind of fell off last year after Chase Young got hurt and they had some questions but the Steelers defense played well enough to get them into a playoff spot so adding Jimmy Garoppolo is, is ideal in those situations so I agree with you. I think I think Niners probably get a third and a sixth this year and a conditional second for twenty twenty three. I think that's kinda I think that's kinda something that, that might work for them. And that conditional second is based on his play, right? If he if he yeah, stays healthy he for stay healthy. you know, seventy five percent of the snaps, something something like that. So I'm there with that. Leo, where are you at with this Jimmy G trade stuff, man? So I think what you said makes sense. It's those are two coaches that want to win now, and Mike Tomlin and Rivera. And but when you look at Riverboat Ron over there in Washington, he does not have the equity that Mike Tomlin has in Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. He has the Super Bowl ring. Uh, how long? How much does, time does Rivera have if they don't win this year, if they right. don't get to the playoffs? We know the NFC East hasn't repeated a division winner since like 1970, or you know, I'm obviously being exaggerated on that but they don't repeat division winners so that means odds are it's not the dallas cowboys uh even though they, they should be the favorite mm-hmm. but it's if he doesn't win is he out the door they they gambled on a old old much older veteran last year than jimmy garoppolo and ryan fitzpatrick what makes them not gamble now is rivera really concerned with a second round pick stopping him uh from landing in jimmy garoppolo when he may not even be able to be there to develop that second round pick. So to yeah. me, I, I think uh dad joke here that Washington has to take command and go ahead and take Jimmy Garoppolo for a second round pick. Uh, it just makes sense. And 
I think if you're the 49ers, you want Washington to give up that uh, second round pick opposed to Pittsburgh because it's much closer. That that pick right, is what right. in the below it's a top fifty pick. With Pittsburgh, you don't get that top fifty pick. So Yeah, so real quick, that second round pick in Washington is pick forty two. Yes. Give me that. Yes. <laughs> They're not getting pick eleven from Washington. <laughs> yeah. As no, they said. No. But pick forty two, yes. If the Niners somehow up. finagle pick forty two out of Washington no disrespect, Jimmy Garoppolo. I will take my tundra out to California. I will pack his stuff for him and move him to Washington myself. <laughs> and that's just what it is. Now, <laughs> Francisco, the future is now, right? The future is Trey Lance. The future is, you know, what you invested in three first-round picks uh, with Trey Lance and additional third. Um, Brian Baldinger, one of our favorite guys. I think everyone loves Baldy, right, even with his pinky finger all over the place. Um, <laughs> said, you know, Baldy – and I, I agree with Baldy. He, Baldy said Trey Lance needs to tighten up his wind-up, work on some mechanical things. You're a fan of the team. What do you make of Trey Lance's development throughout the season? What do you think he's going to be able to improve on, or what do you think he needs to improve? You know, Ultimately, we're, we're, none of us are experts. We're just fans. And what, what do you see? Because, right. I mean, I'm 35. I watch a lot of football. I think I have a good eye for, what's, for what needs to be fixed. What do you see with Trey Lance, and how can this team go forward with him? So, so for sure he has a skill set, right? Like we all kind of saw it when he did play, right? He he can move. He has a strong arm. Um, one of the things I noticed that the ball sometimes would be a little wobbly or whatnot, but he's going to have an off season, right? Where last year, I mean, he really hasn't played any football in a while, but la- last year he's doing the combine. He's prepping for the combine. He's focusing on these interviews. So it's all over the place now he's going to have a full off season to just really focus on, you know, tidying up whatever Kyle wants, you know, to tighten up. I I read somewhere that he's going to be working with a QB coach that is really cool with Kyle Shanahan Mm -hmm. because I guess it's like, yeah. So John Beck, right. So there's this whole thing where Kyle can't have no contact or whatnot, but it's basically, if that's Kyle's friend, it, you could connect the dots, right? They found a right. loophole, I guess. So it's like he's he's gonna be able to just you know um, tighten up and and then I don't know, I guess continue digging into the playbook, which I probably already knows it. He'll continue, you know, building chemistry. And I think now I saw Kittle finally coming out and saying he's ready. You know, he 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 needs that support, right? Like from his own teams. So I I just think that's gonna be the most important thing that he's just gonna have a whole off season to just focus on on whatever he needs to focus with, which is leg work, which is, I don't know, right, his throwing motion, um, his mechanics of, of, of whatnot. So I think that that's really going to be it right there, um, Javier. It's just that he's just going to have that that time. I'm not an expert to sit here and to tell you, oh, his throwing motion because of this and because of that, right? But you did see the flashes, right, when we saw it, when he played against the Texans, he kind of came out a little shaky. It was a little like, oh, but then you notice in that second half when he kind of – kind of got you know warmed up man you saw what what could be and i mm-hmm. think though i think the niners are going to continue building around them oh man i'm so excited for next season i uh i haven't been excited about a 49 season in a couple of years just because i was i kind of knew this jimmy garoppolo ride was going to end at some point right and we had to figure out what the transition was with trey lance the excitement's back because i view this as a marriage right like i am viewing that like what we may get the best out of trey lance based on what Kyle and Trey Lance can build together, right? Ultimately, I think right. with the Jimmy Garoppolo era, like never, Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan were like dating, right? Kyle's looking for a new yeah. girlfriend all the damn time, going, you know, with Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers and Tom Brady, he, yeah. uh, Matthew Stafford, and you know Carson, you know every name that could would be out there. To Kyle's yeah. looking, right? It's like like if me if like we're all married. If we looked the way Kyle looked, we would have been divorced already, right? <laughs> yes. So what Kyle yes. did, so Kyle, left us. yes, exactly, they would have left us. So what Kyle did now, he's like, look, I got my new young thing here with Trey Lance. I'm gonna yeah. hopefully commit to this dude, and if this marriage works, this can be a beautiful thing. I think Steve Young said it best. We're gonna be able to watch Trey Lance go from two to ten, and like I've been saying, if what we saw against the Texans was a two, what does seven, eight, nine look like, right? Right. So that's just one of those things. So I, I just think. That's gonna be, that's gonna be the biggest thing. Now with Trey Lance, you, I don't know if you've been paying attention to ESPN. Look, no disrespect to ESPN, those folks who do these things for a living. You know they have ninety seconds to get out of take. But why do you think there's so much doubt around Trey Lance right now? Ah man, I just, I, I, well, one, I mean, it doesn't help when you got Joe Montana 
you know, criticizing Trey Lance, right? Was it Joe Montana? Yeah. Yeah. Before I said you, he wasn't Before right. you go, before you go with that, no disrespect to Joe, but Joe hasn't been around this team without getting a paycheck in a long, long time. So I take zero credence in what yeah, Joe Montana right. has to say. Yeah, me too. Right? Me too. Me too. Steve but, Young has right, a little yeah. bit more equity with me than, than, than Joe because Steve actually is there for Monday Night Football. He's around the team consistently. He lives in the area. Right, he's just always around. So, but yeah, my fault. I didn't want to interrupt you. My bad. No, 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 no. You're and no, you're right. And that's the thing. Like, you, like this guy's always coming out. It's just some. You know, you love him. He's a legend, right? But he he, he doesn't. That doesn't help, right? Like, why? I I guess. I mean, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. But that doesn't help, right? And then so now you're giving news to ESPN and everybody. Well, Joe was saying this. Maybe he knows something that you know we don't know. Um, so that, and obviously, because I think that everybody falls back on Trey Lance hasn't played in yep. over two years, right? Even before, you know, being drafted, he played one game, you know, um, during the COVID time. So I think that whole narrative that, you know, he, he's young, he hasn't played in over two years. Um, and then you have Joe coming out saying, you know, this and that, then that just kind of like puts that in, in, oh, but Jimmy G just took you to, to, to the NFC championship. So I just think it's a lot of different little aspects as to why he gets that, but he seems, man, Trey Lamb seems so cool. And he just seems like he's just getting picked left and right for no reason. Mm -hmm. I, I think you hit the head on the nail there saying this team reached the NFC championship with Jimmy G with, we haven't seen Trey Lance a whole bunch. And then you put those two together. It's like, oh, well, why why isn't Trey Lance out there? We saw what Jimmy G looked yeah. through playoffs. Trey Lance couldn't beat him. Oh, now we're worried about Trey Lance. Yet Kyle Shanahan had this plan the whole, you know, offseason into the season. Like Javi said, it's Kyle Shanahan's got to be married to, to uh, Trey Damn. Lance. So Trey Lance's <laughs> success is – up to Kyle Shanahan's success as well yeah. as his tenure with the 49ers. If if Trey yeah, Lance isn't yeah. successful, then then Kyle Shanahan's gonna have a new job somewhere else and he's gonna get hired yeah. very quickly. And yeah. um yeah. I don't I don't know where these people say that he's not ready. Because first off, we have to thank Javi. Javi is the one <laughs> I didn't I'm, do anything. I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure you've seen it, Cisco, as well as many others listening to this javi is the one who pushed the trey lance practice videos last week oh that that was you know yeah that was javi i was looking, that was javi I was, I was looking at 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 the name and and i'm like i remember going to twitter because i don't have a twitter well you need I, to get yeah, on there bro the what are you doing i, I know right it, it so yeah so then so this is the guy right here yeah this he's the, the guy, guy that we need to thank because you see those you're like jesus Throwing platform like he was just a straight in pocket and really no, he was out on the run. He was throwing at awkward angles to receivers that had defenders literally on them. And you see right. those videos, and it still makes you say this guy isn't ready. So I, I think it's a mixture of what you had to say. Is so team so reached Javi, the NFC championship with Jimmy Garoppolo, and then we haven't seen Trey Lance. It's that mixture. So, but watch those videos from Javi. Yeah, he's ready. so 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 Javi. Did the 49ers contact you, dude, and said, hey, release those videos right no, at this they, time? they contacted me, and they said, take them down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a screenshot to show to prove it. I, oh, I'll leave that alone, though. It's, just, it's okay. Um, is everybody was just like, all of a sudden, these videos come out. You know what? The reason I – look, so I, I, found them on, I, I found them on Instagram, but I also had a couple extras because of, of a player that I talked to who's a wide receiver, right? I think – for those of you who can do some deductive research, you kind of know who the wide receiver is. I've spoken to him on my podcast before. But the issue with me, the issue with the Trey Lance is not ready stuff. It's like he doesn't have to be ready on February 22nd. He needs to be ready September 7th, right, whenever the season opener starts. Like, yeah. So this whole Trey Lance isn't ready. What, what's the definition of ready, right? So if, if my definition of ready is he's not ready to lead a team to a Super Bowl, okay, that's fair. That's fair. He's a second-year quarterback. Not many guys are. Right, but to say he's not ready as a football player to execute an offense this and third, you don't have any proof of that because we've seen him play ten quarters of football, and I think with our eyes, our all six of our eyes, we've seen him get better progressively through each quarter, each snap. The kid has taken yeah. three hundred and eighty-eight pass attempts in his career. 
That's college and the NFL. 388. So 318 in college and 71 in the NFL. Right? And the 71 he took in the NFL, 41 of them were completed. And there were some very high-level throws completed in those 41. Mm -hmm. So to sit there and say he's not ready for this, he's not ready for that. Look, I don't want to hear – I'm going to rant for a second here. I don't want to hear nothing about (laughs) Trey Lance isn't ready because we literally just watched Nick Mullins throw for 4,000 yards. We saw C.J. Beathard be competent at times under Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan has maximized all these quarterbacks. And, look, Jimmy's out the door. I, I can say it now. Kyle Shanahan hit him for a better part of four seasons. And when I mean hit him, you can look at all the pass charts. Average depth of target, under eight yards, right? But somehow he threw the most turnover-worthy passes of, of any quarterback in that spe- in that stretch. That makes no sense. How is that possible, right? Jimmy Garoppolo was listed as one of the longest passes in the NFL this year, an 83-yarder. Guess what that was? It was a three-yard screen behind – three yards behind the line of scrimmage that turned into an 83-yard reception for Debo Samuel. Samuel. Like these things – you can hide a player this way to – Inflate stats, right? Like if yeah, if, if right. Trey Lance, if if the bar is twenty touchdowns and twelve interceptions, okay. If Trey Lance can't do that, then we got a problem. But I think we can definitely get thirty touchdowns out of Trey Lance and still get twelve interceptions. But the plus side is that you get the ten passing touchdowns and potentially three or four rushing touchdowns from him to add to the to your point total to add to your offensive execution. There's so many more ways to score and use. And use Trey Lance and there are to Jimmy Garoppolo. I had to get that out. I'm sorry. I had to vent. My bad. No, nah, no. Nah, you're good. You're, you're good, man. Because it's true. Like, people need to understand, they're not going to ask for the world for Trey Lance. Trey Lance is in such a great situation with the players that he's going to be surrounded with, whoever they decide to even add. The defense is going to be good. They're, they're going to have money to spend. And, and it seems like these last couple of years, they haven't, you know, that it hasn't stopped them from going and spending some serious money on a player if they need them, right? So, Francisco, there's, you know, the Niners had a really good season. And I, and I, I should say, I shouldn't say really good. They had a good season. But two guys that stood out, Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa. To you, which one is the more important extension out of those two? Man, I think they're going to have to go with Debo first. Uh, Nick Bosa's coming out of an ACL. He obviously did really good this year, right? Yeah. But I think you I think you have a little bit more leeway um, with Nick Bosa. I think he'll understand. I mean, he was a number, what, we picked him two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two? Yeah, because Kyler, so two. So he's, make, he's made some decent money. Um, he knows he's going to get an extension. So I'm sure, you know, John Lynch over there is, hey, you'll get your money. Let me just, you know pay this person so i think Debo's gonna go first it seems like it's and then kyle you know that's he's all offense so i think he's gonna go first yeah that's fair because you you figure bosa's the bigger contract that's gonna get signed out of these two just because of yeah just because of position value they're talking 30 um per year so based off of position value uh you think that they uh they would probably light it to get Debo figured out first and then yeah. have the big one second. But yeah, it's it's gotta be Debo Samuel. We've seen what this offense looked without Debo Samuel. Right. Um honestly, he's a, a non quarterback MVP. To me, he's number one. You take Debo Samuel out of this Jimmy Garoppolo led offense, this team is not in the playoffs. They're really not. Nah, and man. They're, they're, they carried us. And they're out of the playoffs before that week eighteen game. That absolutely that would just be a a draft pick game for the Miami Dolphins since they hold the 49ers first round pick. Um, so it's just, it's gotta be Debo Samuel. He's the engine of the offense. They, the way they've put him at running back, he was the best running back on the team yet. He was also the best wide receiver on the team at the same time. Um, so the way he's willing to sacrifice for his team, we all seen the video of him crying at the NFC championship game. Um, that's just because he put so much into this offense. Like they ran Man. through Debo Samuel and the way his season was, it was a storybook season pro bowler, um, all pro team as well as second team, all pro. Um, you got to extend Debo first uh, with Nick Bosa, generational talent, top three in his position. Absolutely. But you just got to work De- based on a necessity. You got to make sure Debo secured first before yeah. you give out that big old contract to Nick Bosa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go the other way, guys. 
Perfect. More Perfect. important. We love it. We don't want three for three. <laughs> more, important, more important. More important offseason extension. More important. More important offseason extension is Nick Bosa. I love Debo Samuel. I really do. But ultimately, the X factor on offense is Kyle Shanahan because he can always he's going to find ways to get some somebody wide open. I think Debo's going to be here regardless. But the more important one is the guy you've been chasing since you got here in 2017, an edge rusher. You guys remember the days of Cassius Marsh? Remember that guy? So you want to make sure you get this guy paid. The sooner you pay him, the better, because yes, he has a fifth year option, and you know, let's just what what happens if he has another All Pro year? What happens if he does? What happens if he gets twenty sacks in twenty twenty two? The price goes up, guys. You pay him that, now. That's, yeah. Well, yeah, you pay him now this off season as yeah, well. This, well I guess my my point Debo is Samuel first. My point is Debo first. Uh, the, the question was more and most important off season extension. Oh, the most important Samuel. one is Nick Bosa. I'm just following your script, Leo. Okay, don't yell at me. There, <laughs> there. Well, we also do remember the days of Jeremy Curley and Patton as well, right? Listen, I will not tolerate Quentin Patton slander. <laughs> Leo, Leo Javier, I, I hear you, man, but I'm telling you, they're gonna, they're gonna. Yeah, Debo yeah, first. I believe, I believe, I believe Debo gets you know signed I mean? first. I believe it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, he'll get signed first. The 49ers had some issues in the secondary this year. Right, free agencies coming up around the cor- around the corner here. Would you rather them go after a safety or a corner? And if if so, which corner or safety would you like them to go after in free agency? Man, they gotta go corner, dude. They yeah. have to go corner. I think safety will be all right there. I think they'll have to go corner. And man, oh man, there's some old, old decent corners coming out. You got uh, Gilmore, unless they. I guess they franchise tag him, but you have him coming out. Um, and I think that's who uh, a two year, hopefully he he'll take, you know, like a two year. I mean, he is a little older in age, but I, 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 I would love for them to, to, to go with Gilmore if they can, you know, um, if you're going to spend some money, maybe a two year contract, kind of like when Richard Sherman kind of came down here, um, get that, get that, you know, mine in the locker room. Get that vet that's really solid. He played really solid, even with the Panthers. Yeah, he did pick off Mac Jones as well uh, when he got that rematch <laughs> against the the Patriots. But that's the last time we'll talk about Mac Jones on this podcast. Thank God. Um, I I, I want to ask you this question. It's a uniform one. Something Javi and I do is buy buy lease and walk off the lot every week. Uh, we do that because Javi works in uh, the automobile industry. So you, when you go look at a new car, you either buy one, you lease one, or you just walk off the lot because you don't think the car is either no good or the deal's no good. Um, so mine is make a decision here. The 94 reds, the uniforms, the, the home ones, are the best 49ers uniform of all time. Jeez. Ah, I don't know, man. That's, that's so gonna basically be... a lease is like a I don't know. Let's table lease. it because you're uh, uh, when you're buying, you're financing, so you're committing to it. A lease you is kind of like yeah, I don't know. Just, that's a, that's a, that's a hard one because I I, I feel like I, every time they kind of bring back a uniform, I'm like, oh man, I love it. You know, more of the man. I'm I, I'm trying to answer this question for you, but. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't think I could say they're the best ones. Uh, okay. Are you going to walk off the lot on it and say it's like it's not yeah, in no. the consideration? I mean, it's in the consideration. I'll lease it. Okay. okay I'll lease go. it. But I won't I don't I won't buy it. How about you, Ali? So so hold on. Which 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 uniform maybe you guys remember? You know which uniform I truly truly love and maybe you can help me think of the year. It Is had it the, the 2000 with the maroon and the SF logo on the side? No, no, no. It had the gold trimming around the numbers. It was they would come with it. So I remember the white jersey, and it had a gold trimming. I have it. Um, black black oh, yeah. number. Yeah. What, oh, yeah, what yeah, year yeah. is that one? It's 2000, right? 1999, 2000. Yeah. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Watch. Give me a second. He, he's gonna pull it out. It was uh yeah it was it was uh and probably it was it, it was it, it was oh five to like no it was two thousand no it was ninety eight till like two thousand five two thousand six two thousand seven yeah no but see does the number have a gold trimming too yeah it's got the gold it's got the small gold uh, edging around the number with the black shadow yeah 
Okay, I see it now. I can see it. That's the one. Yeah, I have a white one, and I got a Jerry Rice one in that same in that same one Leo's got up there. Vernon Davis, look at that. Yeah, dude. The, then the white one. Oh my god. I got I got the Frank Gore with the sixty year patch on it. It's filthy. Like that's the one for me. The, you know what I like about these uniforms though is that it had the red face mask on it yeah. rather than the, mm. the than the gray. I, I that's what I liked about the helmet or loved about the helmet is that it had the red face mask. Uh, like with the uniforms now, I'm okay with. Them. I think those are one of the freshest uniforms in the game. But I wouldn't mind if they threw on a red face mask just to see what it looks like. So if yeah, one of right? those people on Instagram want to Photoshop a red face mask on the current uniforms, I, I'm down with that too. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the one that I really like though is 2011. Those Reebok jerseys were really good because they brought back the throwback socks, like the three-striped, uh, all white with the red stripes on the socks. Mm-hmm. Frank, I think Frank Gore, like I thought he wore it best. I'm just a big Frank Gore guy, so anything Frank was in it, I thought it looked really good. So that 2011 Reebok redo with the, it, I I just thought those were really nice. Um, but I think the all red 94s are up there. The white yeah, ones are solid too. These ones is that it's maroon. So yeah. if I throw on a 49ers hat, it's a different color it's red. So well. I look like I'm you got to get the hats to match, bro. You got to get the gold. I got the gold fitted to go with the white. Come on, bro. You you know how this is, bro. Yeah, you know. Look at this. Oh, look at. I don't even got to wear red, and I'm matching out here. You know. Matching these on now. Um, Francisco, yo, we appreciate you, man. Let the folks know where they can find you. Let them know hey, man. where you know all your work is at, Instagram, TikTok. We got to get you on Twitter, although Twitter is kind of a cesspool. Maybe you want to keep all the positivity over at TikTok and Instagram, but yeah. we'll welcome you over to the dark side on Twitter. But let the people know where they can hey, find man. you. Hey, man. Look, I, first off, thank you guys for having me, Leo, Javier, so much. Thank you guys so much. This was fun. Uh, good experience. Uh, my name is Francisco. I go by Cisco Kid, and I am on TikTok under Cisco Kid underscore kina k-e-n-n-a um and also on instagram angela zane and um on youtube all things kina and sane and those are the platforms that i'm currently in and i need to figure twitter out yeah we'll get you over to twitter uh we'll get you up there um but as always i'm javi (laughs) as always i'm javi that is leo make sure you check out everything at niners nation podcast network make sure you check out everything at niners nation uh, stats had a if you haven't heard or seen the interviews Deion Sanders George Kittle Debo Samuel Trey Lance were recently on go check those YouTube videos out there on the YouTube page or just refresh your podcast listening experience it'll be there uh, you check us out on Spotify Apple iTunes wherever podcasts are found we do appreciate everyone tuning in it was a great month it was a great season we are on to the off season and we are on Jimmy G trade watch that's where we're on right now but uh, until next week we do appreciate everybody stay t- Stay tuned. We got more stuff coming. Peace.